Welcome back, beautiful soul. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Anna Hendricks, spiritual guide and your host. But hey, your host is on break right now. I am taking care of myself. I am nurturing my beautiful body. I am getting back into alignment. And in the midst of that, I thought I would share with you some of the beautiful conversations that I've been having with folks on their podcast. Yep, I got to flip the script and be a guest on other podcasts. And of course, you know, if you know me, you know I am a lover of podcasts. And the ones that I'm going to be sharing throughout this month are incredible. And these conversations are some of my favorite. So today we're going to be diving into an interview that I did with my friend Neil on Heart Soul Human Podcast, another fantastic podcast if you are looking for new ones because, hey, right? (laughs) Um, There's just so many great ones out there. But Neil and I sat down and really had such a beautiful, heartfelt conversation about spirituality, about the path, about how difficult it can be, how messy specifically it can be. We talk about the Akashic Records. We talk about God quite a bit. We talk about just a number of different things that I think are going to be really useful to you. And I know that you're going to enjoy this conversation. So I don't want to waste your time. I want to just give you the opportunity to dive right in. But before I do, don't forget the September Akashic Toolkit is live. You can now grab that for seven bucks. You'll find the link in the show notes. And it is just a fantastic resource for the month ahead, a supportive, beautiful way to just continue working with the September Akashic Forecast which if you haven't listened to it yet, highly recommend. We have quite the month ahead. It's an odd one. There's just no way around that. (laughs) It's taken me really some time sitting with the message in addition to understanding the astrology to fully kind of wrap my head around what, what we're stepping into. But suffice it to say that it is a paradigm shift. This is a beautiful time for humanity on this planet. And if you're having a difficult time, then the toolkit is a great way to assist you. So without further ado, enjoy the conversation. Hello, 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 my beautiful heart, soul humans. Welcome to this episode today. It is Neil here without Zach, but I still have a friend here with me. So we have Anna Hendricks, who is a dear friend of mine. We've done plenty of work together. We've spent plenty of soul lives together, and we're here to share some of that magic with you today. Anna is a divine luminary who works as an intuitive channel, teacher, spiritual guide, and podcaster who dedicates herself to reintroducing the world to its spirituality. Sounds kind of familiar, doesn't it, guys? She does this through the Akashic Records, spiritual guidance coaching, workshops, and courses designed to empower individuals to take the reins and transform their lives. 
Anna is also the host of the Soul Driven Podcast. Soul Driven is a weekly podcast that explores the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven and ambitious world. And that is the best way you can understand Anna. Join her for practical guidance, truthful discussions, and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. Anna Hendricks, my dear spiritual soul friend, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. That that was so beautiful, that intro. I loved it. Just Wasn't it? Everything you shared. And it matches a, a beautiful person. Have you done this before? No, I have not. <laughs> I don't speak. I will say I just recorded last week a solo episode and I kind of was just admiring myself afterwards. (laughs) So, yeah, well, it's funny because, um, you know, you and I message each other all the time, but I feel like I haven't heard your voice, which doesn't make any sense. We won't even go there, but you're just introing (laughs) and I'm like, okay, this sounds so perfect. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Neil and a mic is a good thing sometimes when I have the energy which you have been helping me with. So I attribute part of that wonderful and a lot of that wonderful introduction to you. Awesome. Awesome. But yeah, so we, you and I both had some fun. Oh my God, what are we in right now? What's the portal we just hit? Um, hmm. We were both just <laughs> complaining about it. There's been so many, so, so many. Okay, so full moon was yesterday, full moon in Aquarius. Yes. That's this why is I was a big and tired this morning. Okay. Big. Yeah. Well, the night before last, I was, you know, I, I've been doing this really weird thing where I wake up at 1 a.m. and then I'm awake until like 4, 4 30. And it's just awful. Um, and I felt like I was kind of getting out of that little habit. And then of course, that full moon energy. Um, every, every like new moon, full moon. I mean, they mm-hmm. they just kind of hit me up pretty hard. It's funny because, you know, my partner's like, were you always this sensitive to the new and full moons? And I was like, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. Definitely not. This has been an evolution. And sometimes I kind of would like to go back to to the to the not really feeling it, you know, um, mm-hmm. not being knocked out or or wide awake because of that energy moving in. But it is what it is. I feel you on that. I, I I have that conversation. I complain about that a lot to Zach. I'm like, dude, I'm just so sick of the empathic side of the this human experience right now where I'm just like <laughs> so sensitive. I just want to be stable and continually able to function and not just be thrown around everywhere. So right there with you. I feel you. that 1,000%. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that echoes a lot of our paths too, especially yours. It's kind of one I want to explore a little bit too, right? Because you were CEO of a marketing agency, a digital marketing agency, and then spiritual world happened. So I think that's a lot of the struggles that you and I experienced of like just being in this, the normal world and then thrown into all of this as well. And it's just such a kind of chaotic mess sometimes. I think mess could be a really good word for it. Cause it's certainly one where like, you're constantly kind of jumping back and forth mm-hmm. in regards to like, Oh my gosh, this 3d world. And then the spiritual world. And at least for me, it's very easy for me. Cause I've always, you know, I was born into this lifetime knowing God, I've always been a spiritual person, even though I, I am such a business head. I love business. <laughs> I are. love geeking out on business and strategies and marketing. I mean, like, oh, get so turned on by it. But at the same time, like, 
you know, since this beautiful, spiritual, metaphysical, magical world has been opened up to me, it's like, I just want to jump in whole heart, soul, but I'm still here on planet earth. And (laughs) man, that can be rough sometimes. (laughs) It's like one foot in, one foot out. Where do I stay? Where, how can I be balanced? You know what I mean? Oh, I have to take care of my body still. Oh, I have bills (laughs) to to pay still. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. One foot in, one foot out. I had this image. I was going to actually just sing after and say, and shake it all about because you were also a professional dancer at some point before this too. One of the many parts of you as a fellow manifesting generator. So salsa, salsa. But I had this image of you. You're like, just like, I kind of get to jump into this beautiful, magical, spiritual world. And I just saw like little Anna just jumping into this like pit of balls, like the little kids do, right? They all oh, man. colored balls. Yeah. I love the ball pit. <laughs> it's fun. Still to this day, I love the ball pit. Maybe we'll do that. <laughs> we'll make a trip to a ball pit together and do energy work and all the crazy stuff in it. <laughs> I will say the last time that I was in a ball pit, it was like smelly, you know, (laughs) you got that like human smell and my nose is so sensitive and I smell, yeah, I smell obnoxiously well. And so, you know, things like hot yoga and even gyms, like it can just be like a hard no for me. (laughs) So I don't know if I can still do the ball pit. Um, Especially you get that like Chuck E. Cheese stale foot pizza smell in the background too. My body literally started hurting when you said like, especially my stomach was like, (laughs) (laughs) not so much. Well, I want to just hear a little bit about, I know you mentioned you're being born into this life uh, with this connection to God and spirit, but you are so very normal. What happened in that transition from you from CEO to everything we've shared about you today? A big damn mess. That's what <laughs> transformation into a ball pit. is not pretty. Spiritual mm-hmm. evolution is not pretty. Um, I don't, you know, people talk about spiritual awakenings and I don't think mine, I call mine like a metaphysical awakening because again, I was always a very spiritual person. I grew up in a Christian home. I was very proud to be a Christian um, when I was younger, primarily because I loved God. And I really enjoyed the Bible. I love the stories of the Bible. Um, I loved the philosophy, the discussion, the, you know, um, just, I was always into religions of all kinds. I was really curious about them. And I only wanted to get closer and closer to God. And there were numerous uh, mystical things that happened throughout my life. But when I really, you know, was... Um, at the very end of 2018, I was shutting down a second business that I had built. And that business had really given me the first taste of being able to work in my sole purpose. And I had been looking for my purpose my entire life. It was like, I mean, my prayer constantly was like, God, just tell me what it is and I'll do it. Like, (laughs) you know, the initiator, you do not have to ask me twice. (laughs) Um, And I had given everything to this business, but we, we were ahead of our time. I was out of money. I couldn't move. And I had to make the decision to close it down. And it was literally the biggest heartbreak of my life at that time, um, you know, that I had experienced. And 
In the midst of that, I also decided to join some friends for a 90 day, no drinking challenge. Um, and you know, I didn't, I, I'm not an alcoholic, but I definitely had an unhealthy relationship with alcohol and that 90 days ended up turning into a year, but that mix of heartbreak and my favorite numbing agent just like ripped open my spiritual doors. I mean, even looking back on it now, I'm blown away how fast it happened. Literally who I was at the end of 2018, I would have never been even open to tarot cards. I shouldn't say never. I was starting to chill a bit, but I still was like, you know, I was always the most liberal Christian that I knew, but there were still a lot of boundaries in place for me. Um, and into just like within a few months into 2019, I had my own tarot deck. 2019 was just this insane, like on jet speed, full force metaphysical awakening. Um, I mean, that first month I was questioning everything. You know, within three months, I was like a completely different person. I was just, oh my gosh, I was inhaling information, content left and right. And there were definitely a couple of times along that path where I thought, oh my gosh, am I okay? Am I all right? And um, I just decided that my guiding light would be love. And so as long as whatever I was diving into, whatever I was learning was founded in love, I felt safe being there. Um, Cause these were things that like, I had never been open to. Um, and, you know, in the midst of that year, I found the Akashic records um, by the next early part of the year, I was reading them. Um, by the end of 2020, I was like freaking reading for other people like clients. Um, in 2020, my guides were like, yeah, you're going to be leaving your agency you know, my marketing agency that I'd had for a decade and <laughs> you were along for the ride and my, my massive tantruming through that period. Um, and really, you know, the past couple of years have been this breakdown of what I thought my life was supposed to look like into really stepping into what I call my soul path. You know, we, we have a faded path and I think my faded path was my marketing agency. And I think we can be really successful on our faded path. I think we can find happiness, but I think we find total fulfillment on our soul path. Um, and it is not pretty stepping into it. And I think honestly, most people choose not to, because it is really, really rough. Um, I think if I had known what I was stepping into on the front end, I, <laughs> I may not have, but I'm so thankful I did. I am really glad you brought it back to the path. And I love talking about purpose. It's one of my favorite subjects. And I really, I think it's a really cool concept of the faded path and the soul path. So with you now where you're at, being able to look back and reflect, do you think there was ways that you were able just to kind of discern a little bit that you weren't on that soul path, that it was the faded path? Or do you think that's something that just in the moment, you're just like, this is my purpose right now. And you won't know until you're out of that or in that transition. No, I definitely knew. I definitely knew. I mean, I, I, you know, I'd had my marketing agency for, I think six, maybe seven years when I started building my second business and that was on the side. Um, 
And I had been looking for a couple of years already. You know, I, I love marketing. I love business like we talked about, but I wasn't able to go to the depth that I wanted to, you know, it's like in business world and marketing world, everything is really focused on money. And, you know, it's nothing wrong with money. We got bills to pay. Um, we need to make money. And, you know, but but when when you are working for people who all they primarily care about is making money, I mean, it, it was just, it was empty, you know, like I wasn't fulfilled. And I knew that for a very long time, but I was really good at what I was doing. And honestly, I, I enjoyed quite a bit of it. You know, mm -hmm. I, I had a team, I was constantly being challenged and stretched and growing. And the great thing about marketing is like, it's freaking never the same. So you're, there's <laughs> always fine. something it keeps new going and changing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it really aligned with me in a lot of ways, but I, I mean, are you kidding me? Like I said, I've been looking, I had been looking for my soul path my entire entire life. So I just, I just didn't think that it would be in this work, you know, that I would be doing these things. I mean, I was very content being able to talk about marketing at cocktail parties versus like the Akashic, what? The Kawa? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's that word mean? You know, what kind of now, drink is this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, you know, I'm getting that look like, mm, okay, she does that. Oh, you know, the glazed over. It's like, okay, they have now left the building. Um, their eyes are in yeah. the back of their head and they're thinking of an exit plan. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you don't want to geek out with me? Fine. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, I think it's interesting to me because first of all, I think the entrepreneurial path in and of itself is one where you really it's, it's a soul development. It's a self-development path. You know, like you cannot be an entrepreneur and not really grow and develop yourself right. because no matter how sort of, you know, hand quotations detached you are from your business, your product, whatever, like you are the business. And so you are constantly having to work on self and then stepping into spiritual work is like, gosh, it's a totally different ball game. Um, at least for me, like I have been called to integrity and I have been held to such a high degree from the very beginning of it. Um, I think some of it's self-imposed, but then also simply because of, you know, the dreams that I have when we have big dreams, mm -hmm. we can't do all the things that everyone else can do. And, you know, that can be difficult for us, um, in ways, but, it just takes everything to that next level. You know, with my marketing agency, I had a solid morning routine where I called it my getting fit for public consumption time. <laughs> um, but, you know, um, with this work, like I legit have to take care of my energy every day. I have to spend time with spirit. I have to spend time with myself. I have to you know, release the muck that I grow, that I wake up with. I have to, you know, like it's very intentional. Um, it's such a completely different type of life, but I'm so thankful for it at the same time. Yeah. It, it forces you into such a level of self love and self care that doesn't exist otherwise. Yeah. So you end 100%. up in this sense of like spiritual adrenal fatigue, like your body just can't handle it. Your, your life starts to kind of just not function. And then your gifts start to get all sludged up and your work doesn't begin to function. And it really just forces such a level of accountability. 
Huge accountability. And I think that we see, you know, especially like we were talking about being empathic earlier, you know, that the upside of empathy is that you care for others and that you want to help them. But the the downside, the shadow side, right, is that you go overboard in that giving of self. And are I often work with even other practitioners um, who are way out of alignment, out of balance mm-hmm. in that respect. And I know even for myself, just because I love what I do, and so I can dedicate endless hours to it, like I really have to rein myself in continuously, you know, like, am I being balanced? How much time am I putting in my business? You know, do I need to actually step away from my computer now? Or do I really need to work on this project? Or, um, and that's just one of those things I think that I'll just constantly, (laughs) again, one, one step in, one step out, you know, like, Really trying to. <laughs> well, we're you and I are manifesting generators, and so when we tap into something we love, freaking <laughs> we go all in and it. burning that thing down. <laughs> yeah, and that's where the balancing is so hard. I'm right there with you. It's just like, oh, I'm all in this, and now I've kind of burnt myself out. I got to pull back, and then for me, it's just about learning to slow down and create time and space to be aware of where I'm at, what I'm needing what my business is needing too from me. That means personal time and space, all the above. Like it's, it's, it's such, again, it's just, it's such a piece that forces so much growth that doesn't otherwise happen. You were actually talking about being a person who is always into personal development, self-growth, and then going into spirituality, which just amplified it. It brought up this thought for me and my experience. I was in personal development for so long leading up to it. Shit, I went to school to become a therapist and learn to change myself. But I couldn't, I didn't find a level of healing and emotional growth and personal growth um, that I was looking for until I stepped into spirituality. And that was the key that unlocked everything. Do you, how do you, how does that relate to you and your story or does it? You know, I think for me, it's very different because, um, I don't know, like I had such a solid relationship with God before I stepped into this work. So, you know, and, and my relationship with God was one that I was very accountable and, um, so I feel like the big shift for me was more so the way in which I saw God, how I experienced God, how I worked with God, how that came to fruition in my life. You know, a lot of those um, borders, uh, those boundaries were completely broken down. You know, I, 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 I've spoken uh, before with like some of my friends who were Christians and they're just like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? You know, and I'm like, my relationship with God is so much greater than it ever was before. But I feel like for me that that change wasn't as different just because it was just like a different type of spirituality, if that makes sense, you know, because I definitely didn't have like when I came to the Kaushik records, I wasn't like you. I I didn't have the Reiki background The you know what I mean? Like I hadn't done those things. Um, uh, But (laughs) I was a freaking CEO. And, um, but at the same time, I think that my connection with God 
enabled me to have a trust in the spiritual world, a trust in myself, a natural sort of connection that I often see like with my students, they really struggle with, you know? Mm. Um, and I'm so grateful for my Christian background. Um, and I really should say like, you know, it was Christianity that, um, introduced me to the Bible and I still love the Bible so much. I've actually been getting back into scripture a lot more, um, just in really, you know, realizing that I need to build up my mind in a lot of ways in the midst of, you know, this is my third business and I'm 40 and it's a different ball game building a new business at 40 than right. at 30. <laughs> um, and there's so much beautiful scripture that I love, love, love that has been there for me in, in you know, heavier times in my life. But that has really given me the foundation, I think, to be able to step into spirituality in a different way. Because, you know, even within Christianity, it was like um, so many people just kind of latch on to things without really having a, a foundation in place. And when we don't have a foundation, I think it really gets us mixed up and um, we spend a lot more time searching and everything is divine. You know, we're all on our own different path, but I think that that definitely gave me a, a different perspective coming in and a different experience. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that. I feel like it's such a gift that you and I were able to experience Right, we came in to religion and we had to break free of it, right? But at the same time, it gives you this sense of faith and belief in something beyond you. And when you come in from the other side of it, it that's difficult to find and understand and generate and create, right? That's years of learning to connect and developing faith. And at a time where you're more open to it, whereas if you come into an adult, like it's just, it. there's so much more... Conditioning, conditioning experience yeah everything else <laughs> limiting beliefs <laughs> the way. all the things yeah, yeah I mean I was fortunate you know I grew up in churches they were non-denominational so I I saw laying out of hands at an early age you know my very oh, first memory cool. is seeing angels um like that's even though really these were cool. in a very completely different context you know um and they definitely would have thought the work I do now is satanic I'm sure <laughs> Um, still there was that, okay, this is possible in my head, you know, whereas I think like what you're talking about, if, if I was completely, you know, if my parents didn't believe in God at all. And I had no, no connection to that, then it probably would be a harder jump, especially as an adult to be like, oh yeah, I can heal someone, you know, by, by my hands or by whatever, you know? So you came into spirituality kind of walked through that first path together that a lot of people take as their entryway entryway in found the records began to do holy fire reiki and then that's progressed and now where you're at is share a little bit about your energy work now yeah it's been a really interesting evolution um over the past several months my work so you know, from the very beginning, when I started working with people, I would often be guided in the midst of Akashic sessions to, you know, lead my clients through some sort of a healing process. Um, my first couple of clients, I, I really got baptized. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 
Um, I think I, you probably remember um, she she had entities and uh, um, yeah. and I ended up going back and, and removing them from her. And, um, you know, I just would do whatever they led me to do in 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 a healing process in the midst of being um, and, and that would, you know, like I, I would be led through different processes at, at random times. But that was definitely not like the mainstay of what I was doing, nor was that my intention. Right. I, you know, I'm a channel. That is all. I just follow where I'm being led. I share what I'm being shown. Um, and of course I channel verbally what comes through me, but over the last several months, it's been this really beautiful evolution of, um, these healing processes started popping up just basically in every session and really intense healing Mm -hmm. sessions. Um, I, you know, one of my gifts within like Reiki work is that I can really see just the energetic, the ley lines in the body, if you will, like the meridians and how things work. And I can see when energy is blocked and I can see like, you know, what, what's going on within the body, um, and what needs to be fixed, what's out of alignment, whatever the case may be. And in these healing sessions, like it started not just being working with this Akashic energy and and them leading me through these processes, but also this like combination of these, um, like almost Reiki work. And, um, again, I, I was just like following what they were sharing with me and just kind of like, wow, that's really cool. Um, and, um, you know, after about, I guess a month of working with just tons of different clients through this, you know, of course I'm like, what's going on? What, how, why is this happening? And, um, they were just, you know, they're like, this is your next evolution of work. This is what you're stepping into. Um, and it's been so cool. I, uh, not long into this, um, well, I should say not long ago, I started, uh, working, um, I, I got really curious, um, about pendulum, pendulum alchemy, <laughs> 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 if I can speak. Um, and welcoming that in, it's, it's just, if I told the story about how it all kind of came together, it would take too long, but it was very clear that this was supposed to be part of the healing work that I'm doing in the records now. So it's just been incredible. I've worked with people to release things that they've held their entire lives. We've been working on physical things, just, I mean, animals, like such a number of different things and the results have just been incredible. Um, and, um, I know I had shared with you, it was, it was cool. Cause a friend of mine had given me a tarot reading back in March. And she, one of the things she said was like, by July, uh, your work <laughs> will be, um, including like a new modality or a new, I can't remember exactly what she said. And man, she was on the money. She was right there. So it's such a beautiful evolution. You know, I think, um, like I was sharing with you just kind of in voice notes back together in the midst of like all of this healing work, I've really been coming into the understanding of how powerful our voices are and what power we have in our voice to call things in and to make things happen and to shift energy, to release things. Um, and I've really been working with my voice a lot in that respect. And that has played such a huge part in the healing processes that I have been working through within the records. Um, I'm calling them restoration sessions because, Mm. you know, the the healing um, is 
yeah, it's such a like, you it's know, you can heal in so many different ways word. and it is yeah. stigmatized and it sounds almost kind of <laughs> fake sometimes, but, you know, restoring people to their, you know, their vibrant selves to the, where they're supposed to be to what they are at core, um, is really what the work is all about. So it's just, it's a wild ride and it's a lot of fun and, yeah, this is why I have problems putting boundaries with work because it's like, this is what I get so to much. do. <laughs> Let me work on you. Okay, I want to work on you. And, <laughs> and then it keeps changing and growing, right? Like that's the beauty of it too. And it changes and grows with you with where you're at on your path. And then these new gifts start to come up and this starts to happen and that starts to happen. And it's just this beautiful process. That's the best part is like, I am not directing this at all. You know, mm -hmm. I, I didn't ask for this. I, I didn't. Um, and I think that like, you know, these are the, these are the things that get me all like giddy and gooey, you know, when it comes to having a relationship with my, my spiritual world, my team, God, my guides, you know, all of this is just really seeing this gorgeous evolution of my life in general and my work, you know, I mean, when I first read Linda Howe's How to Read the Akashic Books back at the beginning of 2020. Like I didn't even read the section about how to read for other people because I was not interested. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wanted to learn from myself. I wanted to heal myself. You know, like I was not, it's, it's wild to me that this is where I'm at, but beyond, beyond thankful. Man, that was two years ago. I remember those conversations and that feels like it was like four or five months ago. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so much wild. has happened. So much has happened in such a short amount of time. That's crazy. Yeah. We've known each other for a while now. That's wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm just having a moment. Um, but I wanted to ask you, you know, we started this conversation about your connection to spirit and more so God and how that comes through, how that came through in your life and how that comes through in your work. How does it, when you're doing your work right now, and does it feel like connection to God or does it feel like I'm in this spiritual energy or like on an energy or what's that connection and that experience like for you now? And has that changed as these modalities have changed with you? That's a really good question. And to be honest with you, I'm not fully sure. Mm -hmm. I think that for me, there's so much of an effort to keep myself out of process and just be channeled that I try mm -hmm. not to label it or make it something or, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to stifle it. And anytime I try, like my, my brain gets involved and is like, oh, it's this or it's that, or, you know what I mean? Like it kind of shuts down my process. Um, but, you know, I think honestly, like there's no way I can't fully explain my relationship with God or <laughs> what our connection is, or, you know, like, <laughs> and honestly, like, I, I know like so much in, in the new age community is like, oh my gosh, are you a star seed? Are you this or that? And like, oh, that's cool. Man. There's it's those cool. things. It's a label. It's a thing. But, but... I kind of like not knowing, you know, yeah. I kind of like Just... leaving it up to whatever it could be. Um, because maybe if I found out, I might kind of be like, really, it's not more than that. Or, yeah. you know what I mean? I don't want to be that. I'm not that. Yeah. yeah I, I don't want to put that pressure on it, but I could never like, 
I, I think just the way that I am in general, like there's no disconnect from God. Like mm-hmm. I could never it look at is. the work I do yeah. and it not. Yeah. It's, it's not, I could never see that as separate, nor could I ever think that, um, the wisdom that comes through me, what comes through me, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to even, um, explain, but like, I know that the insane amount of love and depth and fulfillment and just, yeah, just total wholesome fulfillment that I feel in my work. That is, that is what I felt as a child when I would pray. That is what I've always felt with God. That's why, you know, even though I grew up in the church, I could never understand, like only some people go to heaven. You're only (laughs) supposed to love a person of the opposite gender. You're, you know, like Mm -hmm. these things never aligned with the God that I knew. Yeah, Yeah. It was, um, it just feels like a total magnification of what I experienced as a child. It's like it's been released. Yeah. If that makes sense. Of course, I'm working this all out in my head. As we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of what happens when people talk to me. It gets into deep processing and like, oh, I'm figuring out this about myself. And I'm doing the same thing on my end too. <laughs> Wheels yeah. are just turning. But everything you just shared is something that I greatly appreciate about you. And I'm just going to highlight this for the audience and the spiritual peeps and any fellow healers listening because one of the things that we've always talked about for you um, in our conversations and just around spirituality is how do we keep ourselves out of it right it's about allowing yourself to just be this pure vessel or channel and everything you were speaking about just now was you know don't put labels on it I don't want to have a label or identification or experience because what does that do it it filters things, right? Because I am this, I am seeking this. And now whatever is coming through you as this vessel is a little bit, it's just, it's gunked up. And I think that's something that you do so very, very well is, and again, back to this theme that you were sharing before is integrity. There's so much integrity in your work and it's something I really respect, especially seeing a lot of, not going to say this as negatively, but a lot of the ways people function in spirituality at this point. And I I really just admire the way you show up within it. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, I think the, the spiritual journey is continual evolution, right? And I know for myself, like as this journey continues, I keep practicing detachment more and more from from labels, from outcomes, from expectations, from, I just realize that they keep me back, you know, that they keep me small. And even like when it comes to truth, you know, like our truth continues to evolve as our consciousness expands, as we grow. And I think it's so important for us to really give ourselves that space to continuously evolve, you know, to maybe have a conversation where we, where we realize, oh, maybe what I used to think isn't really what I want to think, isn't really aligned with where I'm at now and that be okay. 
Um, I just, you know, I kind of think of that, that statement, you know, like when you're asking for something and you're like this or better, um, I just, I kind of intuitively feel like, why do I want to put something in a box that is ever expansive, that is never ending, that could be infinitely greater. When I pray to God, one of the things I say, and this is actually a Bible verse, um, is, uh, you know, bless me above and beyond all I could dare hope, imagine, or dream. And that's in Ephesians. And that's literally what the Bible says, like God will bless us above and beyond all we could dare hope or dream. I mean, that's pretty badass as far as I'm concerned. And I want to bring that into fruition in my life. And if I really want that, then I have to do my part not to get too attached to, oh, I want this thing or, oh, I want to be this way or, oh, I'm doing this thing or, you know what I mean? Um, and then I think it just provides that space for more and more to come in. And it's such a simple idea, right? It's something you hear from a lot of you know, big spiritual teachers or these and you know, quote unquote, enlightened people, masters, whatever. And it's like, yeah, you just get to be, you just get to be God just is. So you don't have to have all these labels and there's such a level of simplicity there. And it's such a deep truth that is so hard for our former CEO, former therapist, whatever brain, normal, normal people brain to grasp. Hell yes. And I mean, uh, for anyone listening, believe me, I have not always been here. <laughs> no, no. Um, this has really gone, you know, a lot of what's been happening the last couple of years is I've been humbled. I've had everything stripped away. Amen to that. You know, like yep, I, I have been you. brought to my knees many times and it has been painful. Um, but in the midst of that pain and, you know, see, like dealing with my shadow and dealing with my, you know, my wounds and my, need for healing. And, um, it is bringing more, me more into this place. And I have so much more to go. I mean, you can just ask my partner. <laughs> <laughs> He'll give we you a do. list. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I look back at my life and I'm so excited that I went through those things and I went through those moments. And honestly, I'm extremely thankful for the humbling part you know, because my ego, man, if it was, and you and I've talked about this so many times, like, I think the ego serves a really beautiful function in us, but the ego needs to remain in its place. Um, and especially when we are doing this work with other people, uh, my ego, ego, but flat out doesn't have space, you know, in that, in that time frame. it's not allowed to, to hang out. It needs to be in the back seat. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it's not about me, you know, I think, you know, I mean, even your work within the Akashic records, a lot of what we're really helping people to do is just remember or validate what they already know, you know? Um, and of course healing, there's such a big discussion about like, what is healing? Can you call yourself a healer? Because it's really the other people healing and like all of these things back and forth. And again, these are details I try not to get too caught up with. I just do what I'm guided to do and I trust. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's the beauty of it. It's almost like it gives going through this journey that we've both gone through together. It's like it's given us a clean slate to just be able to be and live and allow our faith to shine the belief in something more to come through us and allow that to do what it wants, what it, what it wants to do, not what we want to do for the world and the people in front of us. It's yeah. A really beautiful process that would not have happened otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to those well, breakdowns. Know, yeah, exactly. I mean, the thing is, is like for me, and this was always me, even back in the day. I mean, like I was this Christian who was like in bars, like trying to talk to guys about their spirituality. <laughs> um, not trying to make them a Christian, but just like for me, you know, such a part of my mission and what I do and specifically what I do with my podcast is I want to light that fire in people. I want to help introduce, reintroduce people to their spirituality to the God that is within them. I want to help them because this is living as far as I'm concerned. And I've always known that because of my relationship with God, you know, I always had, um, a a confidence, a, a foundation, a, just a security that I saw so much of the people, you know, so much of the world around me not have. Um, and it's not because I'm special. It's it's just simply that's what I was given. But that's also a part of the gift that I want to give to other people. You know, and on my podcast, I mean, that's why I have in like so many different people. You've been on there multiple times, um, you know, talking about different modalities or different whatever, because I want folks to hear about maybe something that resonates with them and then to go off on a wild goose chase and maybe like, you know, they leave their corporate job and then they, you know, I had a, um, a client recently and she was telling me that she so loved my background story. Cause she, she's a lawyer and been a lawyer for a couple of decades. And she's, you know, in the process of leaving to be an author and, um, you know, do what her soul really wants to do. And that's, that is spiritual living. As far as I'm concerned, it doesn't have to be in this work. It just has to be us living from that space within us, that soul within us that is alive and vibrant and tuned in to who we really are. So let me ask this. This is Zach hates these sort of questions when I ask him these, but <laughs> from what you've experienced so far in your life and the work you've done with your clients, if you can kind of give like a catch all of like, okay, how can you best support yourself in, in this spiritual living and continue to take yourself along that path, what would you share or recommend to somebody? Develop a relationship with yourself. Mm. Spend time alone, doing nothing but being with yourself. You know, meditation, there's like all of these different benefits, but honestly, I think what meditation, why part, you know, it's so helpful is because it helps us to come back into our own energy, helps us to realign with ourselves. And, you know, the, the slogan for my podcast, when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits, when we spend time with ourselves, when we develop a beautiful, close, intimate relationship with ourselves, we come to love ourselves, and we, we meet God you know, and in some space within that. Um, And because that's what, you know, God is in all of us. We are all components of God, pieces of God. And when we develop a relationship with ourselves, everything around us benefits, including our own life. Like there's just nothing more valuable that we could possibly do for ourselves 
And I mean, out of all the now hundreds of clients that I've worked with, I mean, I feel like that's such a huge theme in my, you know, in the work that I'm doing with people is just like, you've got to really develop this relationship with yourself. You know, like this is so important for you. If you want to get on this path, this is where you need to start. Or, you know what I mean? It just, it always comes back to that. And, um, you know, that's, that's always been the path that I've been on since I was a kid. You know, I've had a journal since I was seven. I mean, I, I always loved anything that helps me to understand myself more, but I think that would probably, that's what's coming up for me now. Probably after you hit record, I'll be like, oh, but this. Oh, oh but then this. that and the app. <laughs> <laughs> that's why Zach hates that question. Because <laughs> he goes home and he's like, oh, but that, wait, there's this. <laughs> that's, that's my number one thing after it all. I'm like, oh, crap, I could have said that. I could have said that. Oh, this would have made a great talking point and story. Like, ah, <laughs> Yeah. But no, I, I I love that. And I agree with that so much. You know, when I reflect on my own path and growth and spirituality, if I could give it a word, it's kind of, it's what you said there. And it was coming into myself. And the word that I was really thinking about was intimacy. It's a form of self-intimacy. And I know that carries like a more romantic connection to it, but just learning to who you are and experiencing yourself and what that means. And I think what the spiritual path does is it strips away the labels and these identifications so that you can. Absolutely. Absolutely. And honestly, it is like a more romantic way of looking at self. Like, why not? Like date yourself, you know, get to know yourself. What, what makes you feel loved? You know, what makes you like like, what can you do for yourself to make yourself feel loved? You know, like, what are some of the things that light you up? Like, it's a beautiful at the soul and at the physical human body level, all of it, all yeah. of you have, yeah, all of it. Celebrate your body, celebrate yourself, you know, like, go there, do those things. I, I guarantee you, our world would be completely different if we did that just part of the time. Um, because when we come back to ourselves, like we realize how powerful we are, how beautiful we are, how amazing we are. You know, we don't need to have any of these things that the world says we need to have on the exterior. All of the wisdom, all of the beauty is within each and every one of us. But we don't have the chance to experience that unless we develop a beautiful relationship with ourselves. I think you just told our entire audience what the meaning of life is. but i think that it really is like each life each soul lesson is basically different variations of that in whatever path that takes for you right yeah or i'm I'm sure on (laughs) yeah well i mean what better could there be you know i don't know i don't know to be yourself and love that because you're a soul put into a body that gets to live a life and why not love that (laughs) I as mean, much as possible it takes a lot of work and there's some rough lives, but ask yourself, who would you be if you truly loved and accepted yourself? What would you do? What could possibly stand between you and total fulfillment? Nothing, nothing, you know? Um, again, you know, God is within all of us. That's why there's so many different ways to get to God. There's not just one. 
And God looks like a million different things, you know, and if you don't like the word God, I'm, I'm sorry, but you know, God is the universe, whatever you want to call God, um, God's there anyway. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> this is why I love you. The, the last few minutes of really getting to share and feel and experience your heart and your belief and, you know, what it is that people deserve from themselves and their lives. It, it's just, it's so beautiful. And that's the gift that you bring into the world and the gift that you get to bring to your clients. That I get to experience from you as your friend. (laughs) (laughs) I want to give you a chance to be able to share a bit more about your work and what people get to experience from you. So I'll let you share that part of your heart and soul. Yes. So folks can work with me in a number of different ways. Um, Come check out my podcast, Soul Driven Podcast. I also write on Medium, and I just got Neil to start writing there too. Hey. Um, <laughs> I've always been a writer, and I'm really hoping I, I've been too busy to write as much as I'd like lately, but coming back, come back around. Um, in regards to my work, I offer workshops. I teach people how to access the Akashic records, how to work within the records. Um, I also had a course that just wrapped up called the confidence series. There are several courses more coming this fall. So you can definitely sign up for my email list. Um, I obviously do Akashic soul readings for clients in addition to Akashic restoration sessions, which is the newest offering. Um, in addition to working with human design, because I love that was the starting design. point of all along. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's definitely, it's definitely a piece of it. You know, I think it, it gives, it gives a structure and understanding for those who might find the Akashic records to be a bit too esoteric on the front end. Um, but in regards to wanting to get to know self, it's such a gorgeous, gorgeous tool. So, um, those are primarily the ways in which folks can, you know, work with me. You can find me on social at Anna Hendricks. My website's onahendrix.com. The podcast stuff is at Soul Driven Podcast. Um, send me an email, you know, say what's up. I love connecting with people. Um, and if, yeah, if I can help you in any way, I'm I'm happy to. So. And check out her monthly forecast too. So on Soul oh, yeah. Driven and Medium, especially with all this crazy ass energy coming in this, this past week. So... <laughs> The the monthly forecasts are huge. And thank you because um, now I offer as well a monthly Akashic toolkit and it's only seven bucks. Um, Biggest deal in the world. (laughs) I think it should be worth like 7D. It's it's a great little download that you can get um, that'll really just help support throughout the entire month. Comes with a really powerful Akashic activation. It's all things that are channeled. So every month is a little bit different. The one for August is on binaural beats. It's like big energy. It's, it's nice to say the least. Um, but yeah, it's a great way for people to kind of tap into my work without, you know, going full steam ahead. And Anna has been so gracious to offer 10% off of Akashic soul readings with her too. So 
there's a lot of love here waiting for you. So if you enjoy her, if you resonate with this episode, please, please, please just check her out. You don't need to do reading if you don't want to, but check her out. She is amazing. You're going to put the code in the show show notes? Show notes, yeah. It'll be in the show notes. But we'll, It's new so beginning. I'm, new beginnings? New beginning? <laughs> one or the two, the official one will be in the show notes. So check it out. Yeah. <laughs> and all her awesome. links are there too. So... Well, thank you, Anna. Thank you for coming in and sharing all of your big heart, your big soul, and your awesome human self with us. Such a pleasure, Neil. Such a pleasure. I love hanging out with you. Need to do it more. Damn right it was. (laughs) 